Hello, lovely people. Welcome to the Hormonal and Fit AF podcast. I'm your host, Stacey, and I'm here to help educate, raise awareness, and make you feel normal with your hormonal journeys. I'm so excited for you all to be here. If you enjoy the podcast, please follow and leave a rating on Apple or Spotify. And don't forget to share it with your hormonal friends as well. Small disclaimer before we begin this episode. I am not a medical professional. The information on this podcast are my own personal experiences and my own extensive research. If you are concerned about your hormone health in particular, please always seek help from a medical professional. Hey guys, happy Friday to you all. Thank you so much for coming back. We're in episode five of the Hormonal and Fit AF podcast. So, so far we have had quite a few different episodes touching on hormonal changes throughout the female body. And there is a fit in the name of this podcast, which stands for fitness as well. And I do want to do some episodes from time to time that do touch on general health and fitness as well so it doesn't just always have to be about our crazy hormones but we will just intertwine the two from time to time. I am going to touch on a subject of mine that is one of my favourites actually and it really really benefits my life in so many different ways and if you don't do this currently then hopefully you can take away some tips and information from this episode that you can maybe implement into your own life to adjust your routine as well. But before we go into it, I hope everyone has had a good week. I hope everyone's feeling good. I hope your hormones are being kind to you as well. I'm actually feeling quite good myself this week because I'm at that stage in my cycle where I feel like we're all cycle friends now, so we just need to kind of share this information from week to week. Well, I'll share it with you guys. I am just coming up to probably near my ovulation time. So as always, I am just feeling quite good. My mood is rising. My energy levels are feeling in a really good spot. My gym sessions the last few days have been so good. I have felt really strong. I'm actually onto a new training plan as well, which always kind of sparks your motivation anyway. But yeah, I have been really, really enjoying my time within the gym this week. So I hope everybody has been feeling good as well. And if you haven't, and it maybe isn't a great time in your cycle for you, then please remember that it won't last forever and that the better part of your cycle will be on its way very soon. This episode is going to be all about morning routine and how to create a good morning routine I love my morning routine. I do think it is so important for us to really make sure that that first part of our day, and I know everyone probably doesn't have the luxury of having like a really solid, that's not the right word, a really long morning routine, shall we say, because we can have a short period of time and still have a solid morning routine. I want to kind of run through things that I do personally and hopefully help you guys make a little plan on how you can make your own morning routine as well. And morning routines are going to look different from person to person. 
It's particularly, in my opinion, not all these things that we see on Instagram and social media of the perfect little smoothie bowl with our protein and the flax seeds over the top, the avocado toast, making these fancy coffees with an espresso machine, doing our really fancy skincare. I'm not saying any of these things are wrong in the slightest, but I do think the perception of a morning routine is a little bit swayed from social media from time to time. And I often think the people that actually post these things probably in reality don't do these things on a daily basis. There's no right or wrong way to wake up or go to bed. It is about finding a routine that works for you and a routine that's beneficial to you, to your time and what makes you feel the best. And to be completely transparent before we go into this, there are mornings when I do not stick to my routine. There are some mornings when I sit on my phone before I get out of bed. There are some mornings that I have coffee earlier than I would like to have it. There are mornings that I look at my work phone before I intend to. So I am far from perfect as well. And I just want to try and implement things that on a good day that I do. And it is maybe very easy for me to be biased towards morning routines because I've seen how hugely they have benefited my life in particular. And as I say, I hope it can for you guys as well. Behaviour change always begins with us acting like the person who we want to become. So even if we don't want to do this morning routine, we know that it is going to benefit our life. So let's try and start doing the things that we want to be even when we don't want to do it. And there are lots of things that can happen over the course of our day which are out with our control, but I'm a huge believer in the fact that we can control our morning routine and this routine is how we set our day up and it's usually actually how our day ends up as well. So we're only one decision away from a different day and a different life if you can implement this on a regular basis. And that decision is based around our morning routine. And to just get out of bed, I know that probably sounds really patronising sometimes and really cliche because I know that getting out of bed can be difficult for some people. But I do think that if we can get some discipline with that part of our day, then everything else can be more disciplined and more progressive and more successful in general and I want to help you guys move into your day with as much headroom as possible with as much structure and momentum and just to feel more positive and resilient. It also gives us time to gain perspective and reflect before the day begins. So let's go into the benefits of having a good morning routine. The way that we start our day is going to have such an impact on the rest of our day, our mood and our motivation as well. The first five to 15 minutes of our day is, in my opinion, the most important part of the day to set the day up. We want to try and have a really good focus, try and keep stress at a minimum if possible. We will all wake up naturally at a certain stress level. So that will come down to few different things but how we've slept whether we've slept well whether we had anything on our mind the night before before we went to sleep that we might still be thinking about something else which can actually impact our 
stress first thing in the morning is an alarm clock. This will be difficult for people who maybe need to get up early and if your body clock doesn't naturally wake up at the same time each day, that comes down to your circadian rhythm, which I will come into in a little second later on and what that actually is. But if we don't wake up naturally and we do need an alarm clock, sometimes that alarm clock can actually set us into a slight bit of stress just from the noise of it. I know myself, I absolutely detest those noises, especially on the iPhone. There are a couple of them which are a little bit more gentle, but most of those noises on the iPhone trigger me as soon as I hear it. So if you can imagine that that noise is what's actually wakening you from your sleep, it's not ideal. So try and make sure that if you do need to set an alarm, if you need to be up early, and as I say, if your body clock doesn't naturally wake at the same time, then make sure that that alarm on your phone is something gentle. Don't have any of these crazy alarm tones that go off with really booming alarms and sirens. It's an absolute no-go from me. The next thing that we want to try and avoid is snoozing the alarm as well. So snoozing the alarm to me is procrastination. We want to avoid this. We want to get up and seize the day and get out of bed and get on with things as much as we can. So if we snooze the alarm, in my opinion, I like to look at this as the fact that we are possibly choosing to avoid setting our day up with success. If you begin your day with procrastination, I can guarantee you, you're going to drag that through your entire day with you as well. You won't feel empowered. You won't make good decisions you won't feel confident, you'll avoid the hard stuff you need to do. It also puts our brain back into a sleep cycle of about 70 to 90 minutes, especially if we snooze that alarm and then we go back to sleep. This is what I'm speaking about. So if we go back into that cycle, 70 to 90 minutes, that's why when we do wake up probably six or eight minutes later when that alarm pings again, why we feel really groggy. So when we wake up feeling groggy, it's basically because your brain went back into its sleep cycle when you hit that alarm. So it's trying to sleep again, it's trying to go through that cycle and then you're obviously getting woken up again when this alarm goes off. Try and not snooze the alarm and just get up out of bed. A good way to come around this is to pop your phone on a unit that you can't reach from bed. So when that alarm goes off, you have to get up out of bed to switch it off and then let's not get back in the bed afterwards. Going on to the phone subject and speaking about having it on the separate unit, this would be something that I would definitely recommend as well. And as I say, I am not Mrs. Perfect, okay? I do these things from time to time. I sometimes leave my phone beside the bed. I sometimes pick it up in the night if I've been to pee to have a little look at it. And it is a really bad habit to get into. It can really impact your sleep. It will set our brain off to think that it's time to get up with these bright lights in our face. So I would definitely recommend at least trying to have your phone not within arm's reach of your bed or possibly even just popping it in another room or out in the hallway on charge if you can just to avoid these things and to make sure that you are getting up out of bed as soon as that alarm does go off. The next thing that I try and do as well is within my first, if I can, within the first hour of waking, I try and not look at my phone. In particular, I try not go on social media. I do not look in my emails. 
I don't look at any news apps. I actually don't have news apps on my phone at all anymore because they were just pinging up with information all the time that was just negative and triggering my anxiety. So I tend to not even have these apps on my phone now. But I would definitely try and not go on my phone within the first 30 to 60 minutes if possible. I know sometimes this is unavoidable, but it is something that will really, really help. Just set your mood and your mindset up for the day well so you're not absorbing all this information that is going to possibly trigger anxiety feelings or bad news going into your brain or seeing a work email that you maybe need to deal with which you actually can't deal with right this second so there's there's not much you can actually do about it so try and bear that in mind as well not to be overloading your brain with this sorts of information as soon as you wake up. The next thing I like to do and I try and always make sure I do this and it's actually quite easy for me because I have two dogs who always need the toilet first thing in the morning and we don't have a garden so I need to literally go outside with them but getting natural daylight as soon as you wake up is really beneficial for resetting your natural circadian rhythm so this is your body's natural body clock and I am actually at the stage now where I I actually don't know when last I set an alarm. Well, actually, probably a couple of weeks ago when I had to go to the airport. But in general, I never set an alarm because my body naturally wakes up at the same time every day. I don't need that alarm. And that all comes down to a few different things. But it is just all about trying to keep your sleep and your wake times as close together each day as you can. There's actually some research out recently which showed that it's actually more beneficial to keep your sleep and your wake time close together, i.e. let's say I go to bed at 10 each night and get up at 6, keep that the same each day. That is more important than actually the quality of your sleep sometimes. So it is very important to try and make sure sleep and wake time is very similar for your keeping your natural body clock in the same place and also getting that little bit of natural daylight as soon as you get up for five minutes or so if possible. Another thing which will help just keep your body clock nice and happy is to, I can hardly ever do this one okay but I do try my best, is to try and not consume caffeine within the first 60 to 90 minutes of wakening. I know, we all wake up and think that we need that coffee, but I think sometimes if you are wakening up and you are feeling exhausted, you're not feeling refreshed, it's not because you need caffeine, okay? I know caffeine does make us feel more energetic, maybe for the short term, but generally if you are feeling like that when you waken up, it is down to another reason. You're either not sleeping well, you're not getting enough sleep, you're stressed, there's something going on within your body that's causing inflammation. So generally try and dig a little bit deeper if you feel that you are not getting that refreshed feeling first thing in the morning, then try and just look at some other factors which might be be causing that. So what have we got so far? I keep my phone away from bed. One thing I actually didn't mention, I this comes into bedtime routine a little bit. I know it's not morning routine, but I put my phone on do not disturb after 9 p.m. at nighttime so I don't look at it because I get very easily distracted, especially when it comes to work things. I like to answer messages and things and I need to remember that 
there's not enough hours in the day to keep on top of that sometimes. So phone on, do not disturb. Keep the phone out with arm's reach so in the morning I don't grab it as soon as I open my eyes. Try and get natural daylight within the first five minutes of waking up. And if possible, I try and not have any caffeinated drinks within the first 60 to 90 minutes of waking up. The next important thing that we need to try and do in the morning is get some movement. And it doesn't need to be like a full workout or a class or a a HIIT workout at home. Even getting a 10-15 minute walk is amazing. Trying to just get the body moving and getting a little bit of movement in is going to be super, super beneficial for your mindset, for your natural body clock, for getting that daylight in at the same time and just having for having a little bit of time for you to gain some perspective and recap on how you're thinking. I think when we get up in the morning and I used to be this person as well when I worked early mornings, I did this all the time. I would snooze my alarm until sometimes 10 minutes before I had to be at work really, really bad. And I went through that stage of my life for quite a long time. I was actually in burnout and I didn't actually realise it. But sorry, I'm getting a little bit of a sore throat, so I don't always sound this croaky. <laughs> but yeah, I was I was in burnout and I was going around this vicious cycle of sleeping in really late because I thought I would feel better if I had that little bit longer in bed, rushing to work, grabbing a coffee on the way, feeling tired, needing to have a nap on my break, etc, etc. It went round and round and round. And the best thing I can encourage you to do is if you feel like that you are in that position is to try and start forcing yourself to get up a little bit earlier. I know you're going to hate it and detest it initially and you're going to want to stay in bed. But if you can start getting up a little bit earlier and have, as I say, between 10, 15, 20 minutes time. Okay, I know everyone is in a rush in the morning and people have things to do, but let's try and go to bed a little bit earlier so we can get up a little bit earlier in the morning to do these things. I do think that we can all make the time to do this, whether it is 30 minutes or whether it is 15 minutes. We can all definitely schedule in this time to make a good morning routine in some shape or form to do the things that make us feel good and to set our day up the best way possible. We as humans definitely struggle to be kind to ourselves. We struggle to be compassionate. We think we need to beat ourselves up to be successful at achieving things. And I know that habit change is difficult, but we need to try. And the most important thing with habit change is to start small. So if you have no morning routine at the moment, start with 10 minutes. Build 10 minutes into your morning. We all have 10 minutes. Don't you kid me that you don't. So make it easy. Make a little notification set yourself a simple set of promises for your morning and practice discipline which if you practice this discipline you will then find yourself applying it into other aspects of your life having a morning routine makes us feel good i feel awesome with my morning routine i know what i do i get up it's very boring i do the same thing over and over most times and It just feels good to have that solid routine and it definitely builds discipline into my life. It helps me build discipline. In my opinion, it is the foundation of resilience. 
it makes us realize that we can do the things that we set our mind to. And this goes for all aspects of life. It's not just about your morning routine. If we want to do better and grow our confidence and achieve bigger things, we have to start small and start achieving these targets. Once we set a goal and we achieve that goal, we realize that we can do these things and we have more self-confidence, we have more self-belief when we believe that we can do these things. So the next time you set a new goal, you will probably set a goal that's slightly bigger. And then once you achieve that, you will have more confidence, you will have more self-belief and you will know that you can actually commit to the things that you say you're going to do. Our pathways in our brain love this. They love knowing that we can do things and it works the opposite way. When we set goals and we don't achieve it, we start to feel like we're a failure and that we can't do things. And we automatically when we set a new goal, we'll then start to think, oh, I can't do this. So let's start setting goals, small goals to start with, and let's start ticking them off. The more that you do this, the more that you're going to feel amazing and the bigger that you're going to achieve as time goes on. So let's start with the morning routine. I want to hear about your morning routines. I've told you how my one works. It's not overly exciting. Some mornings, ah, yeah, I go out for my steps once I've gotten up. So I've not been on my phone. I'm trying to stay off my phone. I sometimes go to the gym and do a little bit of cardio. I sometimes go out for some fresh air and just get steps. I will listen to a podcast. I'm a massive, massive podcaster. I love a podcast. So that will be something that I will do in my morning routine. And then I will have a shower, have my breakfast, and then I set myself up for the day. One big one as well for me, and this will only apply to probably people who are self-employed or maybe someone who has a lot of things through work that is on their phone. I have a work phone which is separate to my personal phone and it also doesn't get looked at after a certain time at night or until a certain time in the morning. So I used to look at it all the time. I would wake up and I would see these notifications pinging, pinging, pinging and it just set my brain off into a spiral because I, I like to know that something has been done if it's on my phone. So now I need to keep it out of sight until a certain time in the morning so I can keep my morning calm. I can start my day with a really calm, positive mindset and then I can get stuck into work once my brain is ready to go. So you guys can touch base with me and let me know what your morning routines are like and if you don't have a morning routine at all then this is your chance to start to make one it's never too late it's never too late to do anything in life so let's start with something really small set yourself 10-15 minutes and it's all about also just finding the morning routine that fits you something that fits your day your life, how much time have you got before you need to go to work, before you need to see to the kids, what do we have time to do? I want to hear it. Message me in through Instagram if you don't follow me already. You can find me at hormonal and fit AF on Instagram and I want to hear what your morning routines are. In particular, if you don't have a morning routine and you do start to implement things, I want to hear about that as well and I want to hear about how you feel it is affecting your day-to-day life after a little while of sticking to it. 
there we have it. That is my morning routine chat. I hope you enjoyed that, guys. And I hope you can take some of that information forward and implement it into your own morning routines. I will be back next week and I hope you guys will be with me too. I hope you enjoyed the podcast and please remember if you do enjoy it, make sure you share it on your Instagram or anywhere that you like with your friends and hop on to Apple or Spotify and leave a little rating there as well. But I shall chat to you guys soon and I hope you have a wonderful day.